and we got these crispy Brussels sprouts from this place called Tillery. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Roasted chicken, not as good, I'll say. Hillary Tillery. How does that line end up? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I don't know that line. What's up, man? More bears. I think I can make that happen. That's all any of us are trying to do. That's all we're trying to do. Evan, we uh we're changing things up a little bit. Kind of mm-hmm. some big things coming down the road. I'm excited. Between between three bears, some are saying. Well, you just kinda I don't know, you kind of <laughs> Did I did, You took you took did, the thing and Did I play like, my hand too soon? <laughs> we can read You didn't it. play it, we you just kinda it. flipped it over. And showed it to everybody and said, should I play? <laughs> uh, it it's not like it was a big secret anyway. Uh, Evan, <laughs> we we needed some help. We needed some help yeah. being a little bit more organized, for one. Uh-huh. We needed some help being a little bit more creative, too. I think, but mostly three, we just needed help like actually publishing the damn thing on a weekly yeah. basis. And well, so and for that we- reason... Okay, all right. Look, there is only one person responsible for that, so I needed some help, all right? We're being open and honest and vulnerable this year. Hey, it's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world to publish an episode. And that is the voice of our new producer plus Max Pro, Deontay Epps. Now, he's going to be humble. I'm not going to let him be humble. Deontay Epps, I know him from The Duo. His, uh, I'm going to say famous podcast because you guys have had some pretty famous, famous. people on there. It's famous for sure. But some are saying a, an ex- <laughs> a, a belated public congratulations on the success that you are having over at ESPN producing and helping to produce on programs such as Outside the Lines, ESPN Daily, the daily podcast that I do love to listen to, and E60, Deontay. Epps, thank you so much for coming on board and tolerating our bullshit. I'm glad we could add another friend to the mix. I'm going to give you the stage here for okay. a second. Let you introduce yourself to the people because I did not do a good enough job. Tell us about how you got into the game of audio production, even if it is I you know, it's, it's at a more professional level than I'm doing, for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to let it rip. Go. First first question is like I have my own soundboard as well, so I'm going to ask permission if I can play my own little <laughs> sounds for myself as the If you oh have yeah. figured oh out yeah. how to put <laughs> So here's the deal. I hope it works. You teach us. You're the producer. So you're the producer. So that what that actually means is you are in charge. <laughs> so that is a massive relief for me. Perfect. <laughs> knowing that I have the ability to do the stupid bullshit I want to do, but knowing I also have uh, bumpers on the lane that is whatever this is. Yeah. And you're the bumper. You are the guardrails on this road. That is, that is a, let, let me see if I can. Oh, yeah. You're going to get a Love lot it. of that. Love it. You know, uh, first of all, thank you guys for, you know, Allowing me to uh, extend my portfolio, uh, not to be uh, too much of a bragger here, but yeah, um, started in audio production, I guess, 
when I started the the duo with with my best friend Dane back in 2019, we started it, and it started as something more so just kicking, hanging out, barbershop talk with with two guys that we decided like, hey, let's let other people kind of listen in to, to see what they think about it, and it's been fun. Um, Did you know 2019 was four years ago? Yeah, I realized 2018 was nasty. five years ago today. And I've been depressed ever since. Yeah. So you're welcome. It, it is uh, time is flying by, man. Especially like I graduated from Baylor in 2013, and so it's it's, mm. it's ten years. And like I got my first couple of gray hairs like earlier this year, and I don't know how to feel about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically I just need a cane at this point. Um, but <laughs> no, nah, it, it's the Idris Elba vibes. I love yeah, it. It's really good. It, man. Don't 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 mess with it. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I cut one, then it's all going to start growing. But um, <laughs> yes. So previously I worked after I graduated from Baylor. Um, I had a degree in film and digital media, did some stuff for KXXV locally in Waco for people that know that station. Um, then I did it, got into teaching, did that for a couple of years. But I knew my passion was doing like something in the sports realm. So ended up starting the podcast with my homie. Um, got on at ESPN at a crazy time with with my wife and I. We knew we wanted to do something different, and ESPN was kind of like an, a great opportunity, obviously. But leaving Texas was something that I could never see myself doing. And seven months later, we're Connecticut East Coast people now, and things are incredibly Ooh, different. The here. coastal elite, yeah, man, coastal, coastal elite, coastal elite. <laughs> Uh, nothing like Texas. Uh, it's crazy adjusting to not only the weather, but it being dark outside at 4.30 p.m. is something that I'll never adjust to during this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I've listened to almost every episode, and if I don't comment on it, I'm laughing to myself on the way to work. So happy to come on board <laughs> during this great time. Uh, and I think it's official now because I put between two bears and my Twitter profile. So that's like the same as oh, signing, yeah. signing a contract in, in my yeah. eyes. <laughs> that's a hard commit. I will be. Uh, now, it, it's a initiation here that right, I cool. put you into the bio of the Between Two Bears uh, Twitter account. Okay. Uh, but I misspell your name by one letter. And mm-hmm. so for three to he four months, everyone. people... Yeah, so people won't go it's like to a thing your actual profile. Everyone. Yeah, it's just like okay. a fun thing. We do it for every guest that isn't me. You know, every every person that's part of the show that isn't me. I love it. Uh, I almost forgot. Maybe the most important part piece is you are an Our Daily Bears contributor. Yes. Uh, writing one of the most popular pieces from 2022. Yeah, man. The what features do we want to see in um, NCAA 2024 yes. when it comes out. Uh, so didn't want to leave that behind. That being said, I, I want to publicly establish the rules here. Deontay, you have the ability to hop in whenever you want, check us on something stupid we're saying, or if you actually know something about what we're talking about and it's clear we don't, it is your responsibility, nay, your duty <laughs> to jump in and correct I, I, Fair uh, enough. I, I definitely feel like I'm like, the guy in the chair, like in the superhero movies, <laughs> y'all are, you know, going saving uh, citizens from danger and saving the day. And oh. I'm the guy in the chair directing you. Or if we're on the football field, I'm like the, the <laughs> offensive coordinator of the, the audio 
schemes that we're about so to So I think up. this makes you Fox from the Batman, yes. the Nolan Ryan Batmans, yes. uh, which makes me Christian Bale, obviously. And, obviously. And that makes Evan uh, Maggie Darkness. Gyllenhaal, I believe. Darkness. Okay. Um, also, if I like, if I say something really funny and Matt doesn't laugh at it, like you can laugh. You know, like, you don't, or or you I can just play just, like yeah. the, the laugh track. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. All right, we uh, we did not record last week. Um, we did intend to, but I thought it would be important for us to take a moment. And and give Evan the platform to tell us a little bit about Nini. Oh, dude, she ruled. Um, she lived in Mississippi, and she was like an iron worker, and she like worked like with the her and her husband like were in the iron workers union, like that like led the union thing in Mississippi. Uh, they have a bunch of land that I thought was just like ours, but apparently they bought it in 1980, and there was just like really old ass house on it. And they just like restored this house from the 1800s that they've like lived in for the last 40 years. Um, but she kicked ass, man. She smoked like 15 cigarettes a day, <laughs> every day for about 60 years. Um, so if any of you are ever in Canton, Mississippi, if you're ever north of town, go stop by, go say what's up to her. She'd love to see you. Just north of Canton, Mississippi. Um, well, I tried to send as much good energy y'all's way. But yeah, R.A.P. Nini, and uh, I'm glad you were able to spend some time with your family. And and honestly, I'm not sure we would have put out anything good anyway, considering my work schedule last week. But we are here. We're showing up to do the work, much like a Jonathan Chama Chachua. We are everyday bears, just like that man right there. Uh, Evan, did you get a chance to see the? Texas Tech um, game. Yeah, I watched I watched both games that he's played in so far. It is it's insane like how much just like better we are all around with him out there. Not like I, I just I need us to back up for of, just a second. Hold up. I need it is remarkable that he is walking. Also first that, off. yes, and his mobility generally, yes. Insane to tear everything that exists in your knee pretty much. And be playing D1 basketball, what was it, 364 days later or something like that? Remarkable. And he looked amazing. Now, unfortunately, I didn't get to see any of the first half because my stupid offspring decided to have a basketball game that I coached. By the way, we won. We beat the best team in the league. Oh. We scored 38 points second after scoring best, 12 points. Like. Bro, that made, yeah, that second made best. my That's day exactly hearing right. that. Like, you tweeted about <laughs> the, the team and their offensive onslaught that they had. Yeah, well, let's unpack that a little bit. What changed? What's uh, what's going on? Um, That's a – you know, a good coach would probably have <laughs> already thought about that. What changed? Um, Our defense was a lot better, which led to a lot more runouts – for our best player and second and third best player. And uh, we honestly rebounded the ball really, really well. Like it was a, um, if, if Baylor and TCU meshed their current basketball teams, we had the offensive rebounding of Baylor and the fast break offensive TCU. And it was a neck and neck game. Like 
we hit the game winning shot with like a minute and a half left, which if you've ever watched first and second graders play basketball, that is not a lot of time left. (laughs) I'm honestly shocked that there was almost 70 points scored. There was 70 points scored in this game. It was 38, 36 was the final score. Were they shooting threes? No, there are no threes. These are kids that are barely four feet tall. The bigger I mean, ones know, are barely four feet scale. tall. It could scale. That could scale. They could definitely implement a three-point line. Anyway, we we got in the car at about, mm, with like two or three minutes left in the first half, I raced home, was able to watch the second half. I damn near cried. It was incredible. What was your What was your takeaway from that game um i think it's that we probably won't be a one seed this year but we probably will feel like that it will feel like we're one we'll we'll feel like we deserve one i think we could put yeah. ourselves into one if he if he continues to play well and fucking makes all these three-pointers he keeps taking um i think like the, the ceiling becomes a step and a half higher than it would have probably otherwise been it's so it fun. has to. It's be. so fun being good and being better than everyone. It is so fun. So One of my much favorite than things. Else. So I just realized in the Oklahoma game he hit two as well. I didn't yeah. even see them. He shot. 50%. I was distracted. Oh yeah, God. Um, okay. That game was so fun to watch because Oklahoma played so good. Like it was they they like I feel like they did everything they wanted in that game and they we were just so much better at offense than they were that it didn't matter. I, I, that applies to both games, really. Yeah. Like Texas Tech is a Big Twelve team. I I guarantee, <laughs> like, if they yep. made the tournament, if they had like a national showcase against other teams, they would beat every other last place team in the nation mm-hmm. and a lot of the middle range teams from every conference in the nation. Like, they're not awful. They're just extremely young, and it's a roster that's poorly put together. Other than that, they're really good, and you have to be amazing. Do you think be... they'll make the tournament? No, God, no. Oh no, they're so not making any tournament. What if? What if we got in cahoots and we like let them win the Big Twelve tournament, and then we all make it and we all get a little crazy, get a little kooky? My only issue with that is no I know at least three. I at least know, I know at least three Texas Tech fans. That would not let me forget about it. No, remember, we won a Big 12 tournament trophy before you did. Uh, well, the Big 12 goes uh, through Lubbock, Matt. What do you expect? They're going to get one every now and then. Yeah, right? everything runs through Lubbock, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that was Saturday. Um, 89-62, just an absolute drubbing. It was a oh, blast. Oh, whoop their ass. It was so fun. It was so fun. The first relaxing game I think we've had all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, like I, it was the first game I was not stressed. At any it's point. insane, like with how few games like we have left, that everyone is so close to the first place spot right now. Like, there's like six or seven teams within like two games. That's not normal. That doesn't happen, right? That's not like a thing. No, deal with. Typ- typically not. Um, so Texas is eight and three at the top of the conference. Okay, they we'll, we'll say they stink. Okay, we'll say. <laughs> I don't know if we can say they stink, but you have to do the the feigning confidence um, in that. Matt, off the top of your and head. And then there are what? When was the last time that Texas played in a Sweet 16 game? I looked it up this week because I was Stefan was whooping my ass. A I had to, Sweet 16 game. Just just, so, just played in a Sweet 16 game. The they who do you last think was made president? the tournament? F- 
it might have been George Bush. I think it was I think it was the first spring of Barack Obama's first term. It was 2008. Oh no, it was George my. Bush. It was in George Bush it was 2008. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there was a Bush in office last time they played in a Sweet 16 game. You think they'll get one this year? I hope they do. They they might. I don't know. You know, if they so, get a Sweet 16 game and a first round draft pick, it would be such a big year for them. I would be so happy for my <laughs> brothers down in Austin and my sisters too. That would be such a big win for them. The best part of that is, is that you do sound proud. You've somehow managed to feign <laughs> the the audio of being well, proud. Well, I do live with a Texas fan. They She's been chipping That's away true. at me for years. That's true. Um, some say you even like her. So Texas is eight and three. And then there are four teams at seven and four. And then after that, there are two teams at six and mm-hmm. five. So at the moment, there are six teams within two games of first place. It was uh, like, I would hate to be in first place right now. That w- I would not feel comfortable at all in first place. And I would oh, until, just like, the last the last week of the big season. target on your back. I mean, yeah. you saw what Iowa State did with pressure oh on them. You saw what Kansas State did with pressure on them. Iowa State, we didn't talk about that enough. They blew like a twenty six point lead to a team with no wins in the conference. They really, really good. We also don't talk enough about them going winless in conference like two years ago. We, they I feel really like we should bring stink. that. That should be a drop that we put in the intros, like. It just stops for a second. It says Iowa, Iowa State, State went winless in conference play in 2018 or whenever it was, 2020. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I am so glad you joined yes. us, Deontay. To that, this is gonna to be that point about the uh, Big 12 standings uh, and just the Big 12 slaughterhouse as it is, is just like right now as it stands, it's like eight teams that are projected to be in the tournament from Big Twelve from the Big 12. And yeah. there's only 10 teams in total, as we know, which would make it 80% in the field, which – would be the highest in tournament history. So for those right, that like, well, you didn't have to like do a bunch of math. Yeah, Dang. Like, <laughs> I'm here for the little that's anecdotes crazy. every now and then. But that's crazy. And who gets left out is probably going to go win the NIT. I'll bet a hundred dollars that dude. A Big nobody's team makes inviting. NIT. Nobody's you don't inviting think so? Texas Tech to the NIT, dude. You don't think so? They are one. In, their win percentage in conference is it starts with a period. And then it start. Then the next digit is a zero. Oh, zero they don't have zero any, like, nine one win. They percentage. didn't win any games that were impressive, like before conference or anything. They are twelve and twelve overall. What's they, going their on? Best, in their best, their um, best performance is probably uh, besides the Iowa State. A, yeah, yeah it's it's the Iowa State game. They beat LSU like an awful LSU team. Um, you really and then their next best team. win is Northwestern State, in my opinion. Like uh, Northwestern State is a is a really good team. They, and they just caught them in the first game this year. Uh, I love that they made it to the national championship and now they stink. Nothing yeah. better. You know how hard yeah. it is to fuck up a basketball roster that bad. <laughs> Like continuity is like a real thing. Like you can convince people to come play for you. That's like half of your job. You know, we really haven't talked about Baylor basketball recruiting. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to do that here pretty soon. I did an interview with Alex Caramanos from uh, from the circuit for Our Daily Bears, which okay. again I have yet to publish. It was an awesome interview. <laughs> it happened like two weeks ago. I haven't published it yet. Gonna have to publish that here pretty soon. We got some hoopers coming in. 
Yeah. The Oklahoma game, though, I, I wanted to make a couple notes here. Okay. Keontae George obviously learned from the horrible shot he took oh against Texas. Oh, my God. And boy, Texas. was it bad. <laughs> it yeah. <stunk>. You, you <laughs> and David Hornbeek from Our Daily Podcast, the Basketball Edition, really hated that shot. And it was objectively a bad shot. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. But the confidence well, you need to, to have... I didn't hear that. Yeah, I understand that. But I feel like you get the, the good with the bad with like what he... like. I feel like you can't have him make all those other shots if he's not missing some stinkies. Precisely my right? point. Okay. And yeah, so what he did team. is he just tweaked his approach against Oklahoma and just took it right to the rack a million times yeah. over and finished most of them. Insane. But the most Im- impressive and encouraging performance was Langston Love. He, yeah. what, what did he score? He scored, uh, like, I think, bah, 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 yeah, that's the Texas Tech game. He had 19, but what was most impressive, yeah. he went two for two from three-point range and five for seven from inside the arc. The efficiency there was, it, I think the Baylor account even tweeted something about it. He is going to be so important if other guys just can't get it going. Like, Jalen Bridge is only scoring three. That's fine when Langston Love scores 19, right? LJ Cryer only scoring seven is fine when when Langston Love scores 19. Just the issue, though, is we have to pour one out for Big Dale Bonner. Like, the minutes yeah. have really taken a hit. He played seven minutes. but We've never had that luxury before, really. Weird shit happens all the time. Yeah. Maybe somebody misses a few games. Dale Bonner comes up, plays, you know, in a very important role. Plays it, big. It, I'd much rather have that. him on my team. That's why they call him Big Dale Bonner, because he's ready um, for big moments. Here's something I was thinking about watching our basketball team. Do you remember how it felt like 10 years ago whenever Brady Heslip would shoot and like you like knew it was going to go in? Like I feel like you kind of you see that a lot in the NBA where it's like you are confident that when they shoot it, it's going to go in. I don't know if that's Or you can sense. immediately tell, or you can just immediately yeah. tell by the form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a 2K animation. Um, <laughs> I never thought... the same thing. We got to get off the game, game. We were thinking the exact <laughs> same thing. Uh, I never thought I'd get to see that again, but we have like three players this year who every time they shoot, I'm like, yep, that's going in. I think Adam Flagler shot like eight shots from 19 feet last night. Yeah. From um, that, or the that night before, 15 or foot range. Yeah. And they just kept letting him do it and he made them all. I think, I think he made everyone. It's so fun being good. I missed it. Oh, it was, it's so nice on the other side. Uh, other, <laughs> other items from the big 12 as a whole. Um, I, West Virginia beating Iowa State in Morgantown, not you know terribly mm. a, a massive surprise, but Iowa State is just not good away from home, and you know you have Oklahoma State who's playing really well lately. TCU is missing Mike Miles, so understandably they've dropped a few. Kansas State still maintaining. Kansas, while looking good at times, very gettable. I am encouraged. I'm encouraged by that Texas game at home is going to be huge, but I'm encouraged by the rest of the schedule. I th- I think Baylor could do this. I think Baylor could go win another Big Twelve championship. Yeah. I really do. How fun! How fun would that be? What a just, time! Just yeah, just fun, normal stuff. Well, you know, normal stuff. Every year since like 2011, a Baylor school has won a Big Twelve title in basketball. I think I think we're on like a 13 year streak. Um. 
And someone's going to have to do it this year. I don't know who it's going to be, but one of them is going to have to figure Somebody's it out. Somebody's going to have to do it this year. It is looking slightly rougher on the lady side, which is okay. We're still building that program up. A lot of good freshmen there. Uh, mm-hmm. The ladies um, did drop one recently to Oklahoma. Oklahoma second in the conference, Baylor third in the conference, with, unfortunately, the burnt orange team atop there as well. Um, I, I just continue to be impressed by the freshmen. That's, I mean, that's my main takeaway. This team has talent and more talent coming in. I, I'm not too despondent about the state of this program. We keep saying that, but you know, Hey, uh, Bickle had 30 in that game. It was an overtime game. She had 30. She had how many points? She had 30 points. Good Lord. I, I didn't get to watch that one. I had watched the previous one, but, um, God damn, what was she doing to those girls? She went eight for 11, uh, four for seven from three, 10 for 10 from the free throw line, 30 points. See, anyone can do it, Matt. I've been telling you that. It happens. Anyone can them. do it. Um, we, we haven't, ha- I'll just say this. We haven't had a need to check on the flow thombo drive. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about recently. it recently. Well, and had I been a little smarter, I would have amended it to be a different number because there's just there's no shots, there's no shots for him out there. The whole offense is built around people <laughs> who true. shoot, and he's not one That's of them. Very true. He does a lot of other good things that are cool, but he's not shooting the ball. You got to get that man on the jugs machine, and he'd have an instant ten points every game. Yeah, just get him on the yeah. jugs machine every day, a basketball jugs machine, and you're good to go. Yeah, I. Uh, don't have anything else on women's basketball, but news did come down today. Thank God. They finally found the change in the couch cushions. Actually, no. They they oh. put their exit fees on Aww. layaway. OU and UT will play their last seasons in the Big 12 in 2024. Uh, because they them. are they are forfeiting their conference payouts for 2024. That's how they're getting out. Matt, I, I don't, this isn't like pre-prepared or anything, but like, have you ever met someone who was like, I really like my girlfriend, but this other girl's like prettier and I think I'm going to like her more. So he leaves his girlfriend and goes to that one. Have you ever heard of that? Like going well at all <laughs> in any circumstance? Um, I'm going to pay a hundred million dollars to go date someone. <laughs> I can't wait for this. I can't wait. She, she does. She does have. Two boyfriends already, uh, one in the west, one in the east. But I, I'll see what <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah, uh, it does not make sense to me from a competition standpoint. From a financial standpoint, obviously, still makes sense. Money's not going to help know, what man. they've got wrong, though. If if money yeah, was going to money fix, has never been fix, the issue. If money was going to fix those leaks, they would have fixed them years ago. Yeah. I like I don't have anything else to say other than good riddance. Like you know, uh, I actually have a statement. I that hope. I prepared. Oh, okay. That I, oh. That I tweeted uh, <laughs> when the Big Twelve uh, schedule came out, um, and I I gave it a little bump after the news that we got today on this, and I said, and I quote, "Let me be the first to say that Baylor defeated Oklahoma thirty-eight to thirty-five on November fifth, and possibly their last meeting as Big Twelve opponents." Mm. I like to uh, let all of the ears that listen to this podcast know that that happened. Um, And yeah, like you guys said, uh, bye-bye. So we sent him out with an L. 
We have another chance. We can do it to Texas this year. Probably won't, but we could. <laughs> and since, yeah, since we don't have Oklahoma <laughs> on the schedule. Um, yeah. Oh, that's kind of fun. Here's what I've been telling Madison, because I, I do kind of speak about this in earnest to her, because I feel like we kind of share the same mind. I feel like with the like the actual recruiting and the actual like, program building Sark is doing, like probably could win the Big 12, maybe this year, but like probably for the next several years after that, with the way he has everything going. And that's going to equate to being third in his division the first two years in the SEC. And it's not going to get better. Like they're not going to start out recruiting Georgia. Oh, what a time to be us. I want to do a quick run through. I just want to get your instant gut reactions. You don't have to say win loss. You don't have to say anything other than what your your gut tells you to say. Evan, oh, no. Okay. About the Baylor 2023 football schedule. Okay. Are right now? For this? Yeah, right no. now. We're just going to very quickly. Oh, each game. Yeah. Okay. Saturday, September 2nd at home, Texas State. I think we beat them by like probably 24. Okay. Oh, I shouldn't do it, this. And again, we should not do this. <laughs> it, it, it can also just be it can also just be your thoughts about that team. Oh, it doesn't have to be oh, a prediction. That is gonna save me a lot of grief. Yeah, you don't have to predict yeah. anything. Well, we do beat them by twenty four. Yeah, I think that's the fair takeaway. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah that's the okay. correct takeaway. <laughs> and maybe we can see it on camera. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Saturday can I, can I preface that like <laughs> As a lot of people know that I work for ESPN, and every time a game is on Plus, I get notifications about the uh, <laughs> oh boy. situations. Here's the show. What, what's funny, I, I had a conversation Company with somebody man. from Plus today, but she was like on the marketing side of it. I, hold on. I had a conversation with somebody from Plus. Now, Evan, <laughs> what that means is ESPN Plus, one of their products. Oh, yeah. one of the conglomerates. I'm going to get okay. to the bottom yeah. of this, everyone that's listening. I, I'm here for you guys. We're, we're going to make this thing happen <laughs> by the time the football season come back around. But continue. Saturday, uh, Saturday, September 9th. At home, Utah comes to Waco. I am... Nervous about that one. I think I'm nervous. Oh, about yeah. That yeah. Very <laughs> physical team. Not exci- yeah. excited that they're coming here. I think it will be a fun game yeah, for somebody. Sure. Someone, yeah. Saturday, Saturday, September Some, 23rd. Somebody. Saturday, September 23rd. Texas comes to Waco early in the season. First conference game. Quinn Ewers shaved his mullet. Quinn Ewers no longer he, has a mullet. He shaved his mullet, and we better watch out. Um, for I don't know passes how, or yeah yeah it depends on the wind situation i think in waco however the winds swirling uh i think for that one i think we're gonna learn so much about both teams we'll, we'll know almost everything we need to know by week four about both teams i would guess i think so saturday september 30th the bears travel to you know that classic big 12 spot <laughs> orlando florida uh. to play ucf I I like really This don't feels like, like a Evan tries to go to this game, like tries to make plans to go to this game the week before and then ends up not going. And then does it. I was so close to going to Provo. I was I I know you were. I know. Hotel. Do you want to go to that game, Matt? We should go. I kind of want to go to that game. <laughs> we should, I've never been to Disney anything. Never once have I been to a Disney property. We could go with your family. I could just be, you know, I'm I'm going in there. June. So I will scope out Orlando. Come on. For us, and, I would love uh, to. We'll Disney, see if, if you're it's listening, worth going. if any Disney employees Disney are listening, if- <laughs> or or on this pod and have any hookups, <laughs> <laughs> I I actually may. Gorgeous. Well, I can't talk too much about it. 
We'll talk off mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saturday, October seventh. You what? Sure. Well, I don't know. I just I think they I think they're all I don't want to interact with those UCF fans. They don't seem like a good hang. You know, the people that I like to like there's uh, people at every school that I can find that are a good hang. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I don't universally hate all fans of a school. No. But they I, I haven't I'm, found I'm one not yet. interested in whatever they're doing. <laughs> they're like the worst parts of Oklahoma where they have weird, like vibe. weird little like um, soap opera kind of thing where they all log on. They all clock in every day. and do They are OU Spaces Twitter. Yeah. They are OU Spaces Twitter. Yeah. yeah but the I don't need all that. Y'all Saturday, that. October 7th. Texas Tech has to run through Waco. Uh, Joey McGuire is never going to win a game in Waco. I don't know how else to say it. I don't think he will. Saturday, ever October. Win a game tw- in Waco. That's perfect. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> Saturday, October 21st. Uh, Baylor travels to, ah, yep. Ah, just a classic road trip for the Big 12. <laughs> Cincinnati, Ohio <laughs> to ah, play Cincinnati. Yes. The Big Iron. You know, the Scott Satterfield Cincinnati Bearcats, the um, the coach that Louisville tried to fire multiple times. Tried to fire. Uh, you guys yep. actually can probably help me know how to feel about this one. Have they, where, what, what are they up to? What's been going on ever since that playoff berth? Nobody knows. <laughs> Uh, they lost okay. Luke Fickle. That's what they've been up to. Nobody okay. knows. Okay. All right. I think we beat them on their home turf. They mm-hmm. have that weird ass stadium, don't they? It's got black, like black, uh, like black turf black on what, it. What Evan? Oh, it's okay. like a black field. It's like a black field. No, I don't know. Maybe it was in the NCAA. No, video games. they don't have a black field. Eastern okay. Washington has like a red field or a gray field. Um, yeah, Central Arkansas Washington? has like a purple field. Might be. Anyway, Boise has a blue gonna, field. It's very no, late for think, Evan. He needs no, a nap. Yo, I'm right. No, 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 no. I'm right. I'm going to text you both before you get your hee-hees and your haw-haws off. It, look, it's it's not it's not black at this moment, but it's had a black moment in its past. And not that Haven't long ago all? either. So... Um, you cannot you figure out this texting shit. You have sent a TIFF file. Oh, it is literally it's, a take a look loaded. at this guy's dot JPEG. This on my iPhone. What is this? Okay, Are it finally joking? loaded. I just copied it from the. <laughs> it finally loaded. Yeah. No, yeah. that's stupid. That's your, not their normal talk field. Talk to your bandwidth. They have used that field before. You have no idea what you're talking about. Saturday, October twenty eighth, Iowa State comes to Waco, <laughs> and they fucking presumably <laughs> to play football. Presumably to play football. Uh, What's well, going to be their thing I can't, next year? They've had. I feel like they've had a uh, yelling at the, the refs, <laughs> yelling at the refs about something. I'm sure. The last two years, it's been yelling at the refs. I don't imagine that will change. Saturday, November fourth, yeah. uh, the, the Houston Cougars will commuter themselves Cougars. all the way up to Waco. Do you remember it, the it, last time they tried to play here? Yeah, I was just about yes. To say that. What? They drove down during COVID and parked their That's bus outside, even right. though we told them not to. And Daniel Fogerson yeah. was he like, went on well, I'm here. Call me. <laughs> Call me. I'm here. He he t- he put the picture up of phone. the 18-wheeler, right? Or the, the, the oh truck gosh. in front of McLean or something like that. Sandra, you said I could pick up the kids. Well, I'm here to pick them up. He was- he was mad that he had to drive through College Station twice because they didn't want to hire his bum ass, and he got stuck in Houston. <laughs> That's what happened. Tom Herman. Saturday. 
<laughs> Saturday, November 11th. There's always some bullshit game the weekend of my birthday, and Baylor has to travel to Manhattan, Kansas to play a Kansas State program that seems to be just getting better and better. And they'll Will figure out some replacement Deuce. They'll figure out some replacement for Deuce Vaughn, and Will Howard will get better somehow. And it's going to well, be bullshit. Here's the worst thing. Here's the worst thing about playing Kansas State. They have to be really, really bad to even feel kind of confident that you're going to win when you play like at their home stadium. So even in the years where they're just like kind of good, like they're going to whoop your ass the whole time. Yeah, it's going to be be uncomfortable. And you know how they're going to do it and you can't stop it. It's the worst kind of football game to play. And they're so good at it. Remember when TCU was going to hire Deion Sanders? Potentially. Very funny to think about that. Uh, Baylor travels to Fort Worth uh, on November 18th. Um, a reckoning coming, potentially? Yeah. I'm a big... I've grown into like a big... Um, like, I really believe in the football gods. Like, I think that there is yeah. some sort of, like, ledger out there. There's going to there's gonna be a payment um, to be made somewhere, I think somehow. That, and I don't know if, if it'll be from us in that game. It may have already happened. But... I, I think that they're they don't have good favor with the football god, so I don't know what's gonna be going all I'm gonna say is year. thank God this game is not in Waco this season. That is oh. all I'm going to say. Yeah, it'd be a fucking split crowd. <laughs> That's what would happen. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe into three. Saturday, yeah. November twenty fifth, uh <laughs> Baylor finishes up the regular season in Waco, the fighting mountaineers. Oh, and they do stink. They do. They may they may have an interim coach. By the time they and get they there, ex- that's yeah. all I'm they saying. Extend, uh, oh boy, this year. Yeah, they extended yeah. him for oh, beating God. us last year. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they. Uh, I bet that there's a lot of people not happy. You, you're already in West Virginia. No, that's rude. I bet West Virginia is beautiful. What strikes me about the schedule is it's very weird to play Texas that early in the season. Yeah, and it absolutely sucks to travel to uh, Manhattan. In November and Fort Worth in November, we do get to avoid going to Morgantown, which I will consider a win. We've any never won t- there. any year, maybe a literal win, but also An just a spiritual one, win. One more win on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, very very what, possible. What, what do you guys think will be our homecoming game prediction? Which game? What do we not oh, play Kansas? Dang. No, I they're always we don't, our no, we don't we don't play because Kansas. we don't lose to them, but we don't ever lose to them, so they're always our homecoming. I am. It has to be Texas Tech on October 7th, right? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. It will 100% be that. It's either going to be Texas Tech yeah. or Iowa State. Like, it's going to be one of those two. I hope it's Texas Tech and we run it up on Joey. <sighs> I'm sorry, Joey. Yep. You've lost favor. I've, you've lost favor with me, Joseph. <laughs> We're sorry, using government Bubba. names now. Evan, anything else for you? It is way past my bedtime. Yeah, and it's an hour later for Deontay. We got to get him out of here. Yeah. Yeah, Deontay, thanks for hanging out. Um, I don't think I have anything. Oh, I have this new chair. Look, I showed y'all. You what do have chair? a new chair. It yep. has a massage feature on it that I can plug in. And uh, it has a footrest that I that comes out of the bottom of it. I can I can whoop, do a little footrest. It's crazy. Do you have to charge your chair? No, I just plug it in if I want it to vibe, like if I want it to do the massage thing. You want it to what now? Look, it's my chair. It- it's my chair, it to, Matt. Does Evan, does your chair vibrate? Yes, on my lumbar. Yeah, you your, just paused because you thought, damn, that probably feels pretty good. And it does. Your it chair does 
vibrates. Just tell me if you're broke. I can give you some money, Matt. 